You know what's not adorable, Cal? What's not adorable, Cal? Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm adorable, Cal, what's not adorable, Um, Cal? (laughs) I've entirely lost my train of thought. (laughs) What are you doing? Where am I? (coughs) Who am I? What am I? Uh, Well, okay, so back in the, the long, long ago time... Um, the, the, before the big sleep, uh, before the ice age rolled through, we used to sit in front of microphones and record our thoughts. Oh, right. Yeah, cool. Um, yes, right. (laughs) That's what we're supposed to do. And we have like a little vein that we're supposed to sit in, but it gets tiring. So we were trying to, you know, we're out here pushing the boundaries of the two dudes Mm. podcast, trying to be educational Having a real crack, not just being boring and generic like some other ones. <laughs> not even trying to do something different. But we still had like like a thing that we would do every year. Yeah. Like it was yeah. and and it was taken from us. Now <laughs> we strayed too far from our homeland correct. too long. And when we returned, there were settlers. And poor Cal you Cal is, is, is like the rock washed by the ocean. He chooses not to be wet, but he is. Like the tree whose leaves rustle from the wind. He does not make this noise. It is it's done to him. He is a passive man, like a sticky note on dirty dishes. I blame you not. A more short-tempered... Oh, entropy will consume us all. <laughs> a more short-tempered person would call you a Judas, but not I. For I know this <laughs> is not the case. It was not your idea to do a Comic-Con oh wrap-up. Uh, and, and send trailers to your cow. But I will say this. If you wish to take my job and, and do the thing that I do, do it. Properly, you lazy bastard. Uh, see, like that's oh man, this this podcast was worth it. Like if like if no one, it, like if anyone follows both and it's like, well, why would I listen to both episodes when they're covering quote unquote the same thing? They don't know how well Bob can wax lyrical. <laughs> they don't know the the rabbit holes, the branching paths that we can go down. With the extra creativity of Bob on our side. Correct. For this podcast is not baggaged by the collection of half-truths and and mispronounced names that is Sam Pratt White. (laughs) (laughs) And look, playing devil's advocate, it's a medical condition. (laughs) But fuck you. (laughs) Oh, shit. Right. Can 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 I quickly can I do a thing where we like we've just talked about how we're gonna do a, a topic, but can I just interrupt and derail immediately? Have I told have I talked to you about the T the T V phenomenon and potentially best show of all time, Gallivant? Gallivant? No. Yes. Musical comedy on Disney Plus only has two seasons and I think uh like eighteen episodes in total. Um, and it's very funny. 
Sick. Plug over? How much uh, you get so, for that? Fitty? At least tell me you got fitty bucks. So it's... So... It's, um... It stars the guy who played Magnitude in in Community. You're saying words like they have meaning to me. <laughs> uh, have you not watched Community no. either? Why do you say that like there's Why? a sect of people? There's like the, those I, who have and those who have not. And that is how we divide human beings. Well, I, as someone who recently moved from one cast into the other. Oh, yeah. I, You've got to get out of your system. I've forgotten all the little yeah, people. you're like, oh, I'm so much better than them because I've watched it now. <laughs> like, oh, you're just being like me in the past. You sucked, but I've grown. I've become a better person. So, I watch Community. Magnitude's whole thing in Community is that he only ever says pop, pop. Everyone's like, he just he turns up, he goes pop pop, and that's it. That's his whole character. Um, but so in this, he has like he's like a main character with like, and he sings and he's really good. Um, he's also the kid in the first couple of Harry Potter movies who announces Quidditch. Yep, I remember that kid. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's a very funny musical comedy that's sort of. It's like, yeah, this heroic knight going on a tale to save his princess and, and like, how how everything could that could go wrong goes wrong. And, um, like, I don't want to spoil too much, but, like, I, I've now watched the show, like, four times to, like, show other people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> Can highly recommend. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully... Plug over? Yeah, yeah, if I get enough people to watch it, we might get a Ooh. season three. It hasn't been airing for years. Oh, and it's also got Vinnie Jones in it. Vinnie Jones. The juggernaut, bitch! Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. In a musical. <laughs> and he basically... Yeah, and he sings. He sings. <laughs> yeah. Like, the king singing a song about... Uh, the evil king singing a song about how he wants to, you know, kill the hero and all the ways he wants to kill the hero and nobody else is singing along. And Vinnie Jones is just like, Everybody sing! <laughs> Everybody dance! We're doing a musical number! It's great. But it's really that, that scene in particular sounds, sounds funny. In the way in which you have described it. I may consider searching um, for it. It's it's a very short, very digestible uh, show, and the and the first few episodes, especially if you can watch the first three episodes of the first season, uh, and you yeah you'll you'll cool. be cool. Thank you. Cool. Uh, All right, plug all over. Right. Where, over. Where was I? Where was I going to start? All right. So you may think Sam Sam broke it down for us all. He went over everything. He mm. told us about the Star Treks and the Marvels and the DCs. But no, he missed so many points to, to express to you. <laughs> we will begin with Star Trek and the most egregious thing that he left out. And left Ooh, out okay. for his own nefarious purpose because he is fake media and he is twisting, <laughs> twisting the world's perception of this. During an interview with William Shatner, he was... William. Because he's doing a documentary <laughs> on himself. Um, right, on himself. Something like that. <laughs> is that a, is that like an autobiography something movie? Like that. Uh, an, an autobiography. He he was asked what his thoughts on the new Star Trek's cow, and he mm. said that 
Gene Roddenberry, the guy who was like involved in making mm. it, would be rolling in his grave Ooh. at the, some of the stuff they're making now. <laughs> Scathing. <laughs> so, all Star Trek is bad. <laughs> Go watch some better sci-fi anywhere else. <laughs> oh, I teased um, on the on the podcast that. Um, that I had watched an episode of Star Trek now. Oh, congrats. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, it was the one, uh, and little did I know, because I'm pretty sure my mate who showed it to me also didn't know, um, that it's it's widely considered the best episode of Star Trek ever put <laughs> to film. <laughs> so apparently it's all downhill from there. Um, <clears throat> the one where Picard gets his brain zapped by a probe randomly in space and lives a whole life in his own head um, and learns to play the flute. <laughs> right. Do you remember that one? No. No, okay. I've purged the period <laughs> in my life where I had to, where I watched a whole season of the Picard one because um, it bored me. Even thinking about it bores me. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like that one, there's a... Uh, there's a Adventure Time episode that's a parody of it, where Finn goes into a, a pillow fort and meets the the pillow king, saves it from a pillow dragon, marries the pillow princess, and has pillow children, and lives out his whole life and dies of old age inside the pillow fort. And when he dies, he just sort of like emerges from the pillow fort back in the real world, having no time passed, huh. or very little time passed. And Jake's like, Finn, have you been in that pillow fort all day? What 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 have you been doing? And he's like. I don't know, I don't remember. I love it. That's, That's great. It. I'd watch that. <laughs> That's heartbreaking tragedy. <laughs> Whereas the Star Trek one is like, um, here's like the lesson to be learnt from this probe is like the the dooming of the civilization that put it out and like how that could have been avoided if everybody just believed in science and worked together. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Mr. Shatner also said, uh, and I quote, fuck Star Wars, but not Mark Hamill. We like Mark Hamill. So, <laughs> that's a fair statement. <laughs> well, uh, good news, because Mark Hamill is uh, is doing all the CG work for all the characters in, in Star Wars now, including Luke Skywalker. <laughs> He's doing all the, all the mocap. None of the voice work. Just the mocap. <laughs> So stupid. This fucking show is so stupid. He's a um, walk anyway. reference man. It's like he's like, this is how you walk when you meet, and they're like, oh, so I gotta walk like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he comes in, he does he does the scene as if he was being paid to do it, and then he goes home, and they put that right up there on the fridge, and then they get the actual actor. Yep. <laughs> and they pull up all their files they have to make like to replicate. Mark Hamill's voice and they rebuild Mark Hamill digitally <laughs> and they say yeah we got Mark Hamill to do it and it's like yeah, but you didn't use any of it did you nah he's just there to be like yep that's about right boys <laughs> yeah and he knows it too he says in an interview he's like they didn't need me <laughs> they just did it because they were trying to be but nice he loves it and they give him money yeah I, any anything that gives Mark Hamill another story on his house is fine by me <laughs> that's yep <laughs> <sighs> All right, it's moving on from that. Um, mm-hmm. 
House of the Dragon Cal. There is a crucial piece of information yes. missed. Okay. There will be no George Martin cameo because he has to do his homework. He's like, I will not be taking time <laughs> away from my homework to cameo in this show because, you know, this book that I've been writing since the other show started, finished, and then everyone got over it? Yeah, I haven't finished it still. <laughs> yeah, you've sort of missed your window there, Big G. Mm. <laughs> like I I was like yeah maybe I will read the books when the when they all come out um in the meantime I'll just watch the show and surely that won't catch up <laughs> surely he's been working on it for years it'll be fine and now it's like well now I'll never read the books cuz why the fuck would I yep <laughs> poor guy it's just another multiple years of my life I'd be sinking into a franchise that might have an ending like that mm. Uh, John Wick 4 Cal what mm. is the name of the subtitle for the movie uh, Wick, Wick Whack Paddy Whack no okay. what, what? How, uh, it's John Wick 4 colon in the wick of time like for fuck's sake do we do we not go to school <laughs> in the wick of time <laughs> official name moving on Wait, okay, I have to know. Is this is this a clever joke? Moving on. Is Bob clever Cal, or is that Cal, they're making a National called? Treasure reboot TV show on I, Disney Plus without <coughs> Nicolas Cage. I saw that. Has <laughs> Have they gone too far? This is like I don't know. Cause we we Sam and I did an episode of National Treasure not that long ago. Um, and, and I was like, it's, it's pretty good. It's like a nice, fun little time, but yeah, I'm fine with it not having any, anything, but also international treasure would be fun. So now I'm like, what are they going to do with this TV show that isn't like that's taking advantage of the, of the format? I don't know. It seems like not the kind of thing you make into a TV show, but Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting... Cool, because they've remade Turner and Hooch. <laughs> There's a bunch of old stuff that they're just redoing Disney Plus shows of, because they're like, ah, it'll be quick, slap it together, get it out there. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Yeah, weird. Anyway, moving on again, again. Again, again. The Sandman cow. Now, so this isn't... Now... Um, the, the tale of Flint Marco uh, before and after Spider-Man 3. No, it's the Neil Gaiman Trippertron fucking 5000 series, which is the weirdest thing to make in a TV show and also have it air not R-rated. Yeah. Because there's some gross shit at one point. <laughs> and, like, so David Thill Lewis is in it. Yes. And he's playing Dr. D. And that guy does some real fucking... Dub shit. <laughs> like, because you, you and Sam have, have done nothing about the Sandman. No, nothing at all. I got, like, I've listened to part of the audio play with the James McAvoys and the other big actors. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But then it gets weird. And then I gave up with the bit where it's, like, about cats dreaming and then the cats used to be lions, but then the humans dreamt that cats were cats and so now the cats are cats, but the cats are going to dream that the humans aren't in charge of the world. And so... That won't always be, and the cats will be lions again or something. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, 
Did you know that the Sandman's actually in the DC stuff? Yeah, well, that's... I think I thought that... I think I got Sandman and Moon Knight mixed up. And I thought it was Marvel. And... Yeah, and I was expecting this sort of trippy bullshit from Moon Knight. Because I think that Moon Knight is traditionally quite trippy. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, I... I, Yeah. I've just confessed that I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Um, It's alright. So, your favourite actress of all time, Jenna Coleman's in it. And... uh, Yep. She's playing Constantine's grandmum. Okay. Okay. Presumably taking Constantine's role because we probably can't have Constantine in this show, even though he has a slightly bigger role, I think, unless she has stuff later on that I haven't listened to. Freethy will know our good friend. <laughs> anyway, uh, weird show. Weird that they're actually making it. Yeah. And, yep, that's about all I had to ask to give you some context. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. But without context, yeah, it was just, like, this looks pretty cool, but I have no idea what's going on, and I nothing has given me a reason to care to know. Death orgy. I'll just say it. There's a death orgy. <laughs> death mutilation orgy. Jesus fucking gross. Fuck. What How is you wrong that on with, TV? What is wrong with Mr. Gaiman? I don't know. Neil, buddy, you, you want to talk... Figure some shit out. (laughs) He'll be fine. Just keep making other stuff. Sure. All right, Cal. Mm. When is the Rings of Power set? Okay. Well, now the Rings Rings of Power. When is it setting? Now, now it's set uh, after they first defeat Sauron, but (sighs) before the actual Lord of the Rings. Is that right? No. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, to correct the record, because Sam has no idea, mm. and you, I'll give you a break. <laughs> but I still have no idea, yeah. Yeah. They have said, repeatedly, mm-hmm. it is set in the Second Age. Yeah. The Second Age ends with Sauron being beaten at oh, the start okay. of the movies. Right, so this is after so it's the... Malkor's defeat. Yes. Right. And when the Numenorean Aragorn's um, grandpappies all first come and they had their little island and they're all pretty cool and they live to a billion and hell blows his nose all farts. Sorry, I should have said before I... Because I muted my mic so I could blow my nose. Oh. <laughs> so that's not even going to come up in the thing. I'm so sorry. I was like... I'll have to add it in post. Oh no. Just add like a wacky sound effect. <laughs> or something. Um. That'll be funny. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so, I'm so used to, like, being in, like, a Zoom call at work where I just, like, mute my mic and fart or something so that no one can hear me, but I can still do it. And it doesn't matter. Forget that I'm actually recording this shit. <laughs> They're like, Cal, why did you lean over and then, like, clearly strain yourself? <laughs> but we didn't hear anything. <laughs> why did you just scrunch your face up like someone squirted lemon juice in your eye? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Then I just turn the mic back on. So I'm sorry to derail. Oh god. Um. But yeah. So like, because I know some stuff about Lord of the Rings. I just haven't followed any of the press stuff for 
for this show, and I assumed that it was after Sauron, because Sauron's the only one anybody gives a fuck about. I didn't think they were actually going nah. far back enough to reference Melkor. See, the, the hint, Cal, is in the name. Mm. The Rings of Power. Mm. He handed out a bunch of rings, remember? To, like, humans, and then made them into mm-hmm. ghosts, and then elves, and that did not much, and dwarves, right. and so this made is, greedier. So this is him forging and handing them all out, and and rising to power in the first place. I'm guessing, yeah, building up to that sort of thing. Also, there's hobbits. That's cool. The hobbits are yeah, really the cool of the Shire. In like, it it really does seem like the hobbits are way more interesting as these, like, rambling nature druid people, you know, who just, like, move, like, just keep moving on, keep looking out for each other and have this, like, fun little family, like, gypsy groups and... I don't know whether that's an inappropriate thing to say these days. Apparently, you're not supposed to say gypsy anymore. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Doesn't it describe a lifestyle rather than a people? Probably not, but who knows? Who cares? Um, <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> Point is, I really like the way they've portrayed the hobbits in this. Like that, It makes yeah, them look, look like a more interesting race of people than just... Uh, we are the ones who have two breakfasts <laughs> and bitch about each other. <laughs> yeah. They gotta find somewhere to live and be happy. Mm. Yeah. So like, so it's basically it like a land before time story of the pilgrimage of the hobbits to the Shire. You know, would be would be fun. I'd like to watch that. Mm. It seems like it sounds like that's part of the show. Like mm. There'll be different a bunch of different storylines because we see some ships at an island. So I'm gonna assume that's Numenor mm. and they're landing and they're like, "Yep, this is where we're gonna have our house now." Mm. Alright, moving on. Mm. The Walking Dead cow. It Ooh. still exists. <laughs> it, it won't. It just won't die. I <laughs> will. Appropriately enough. <laughs> the main show's last season starts very soon. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, but, like, they've still got, um, like, the kids going beyond the wall of the Safe Zone show. That's still a thing. Um, oh. Tales from the That's Walking Dead. Nice. So, not Tales from the Walking Dead. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead, where it's set during the first outbreak, I think, is still going, or it might have just wrapped up. Yeah, that's still going. Oh, yeah, Man, one of those two. But this, where it's just like, cool, we're just merging all the shows together, um, and it doesn't matter what the title is anymore, it's not Fear the Walking Dead, it's not fucking Rise of the Walking Dead, whatever the fuck we're talking, it's just, it's still just Tales from the Walking Dead, random anthology show set in that universe, perfect. It's World War Z, the TV show, that's what I've always wanted, Thank God somebody's doing it, because nobody yeah. fucking wants to touch the World War Z property for some fucking reason. <laughs> Honestly, it's about time I did this. Like, it's a pretty obvious and easy thing to do. Yeah. You can get big name actors in just to do the one episode, and then you're done. Yeah, man. Terry Crews! <laughs> Terry Crews, and they got Olivia Munn as well. Yep. Um, uh, I don't recognize all... anybody else. <laughs> no, me either. But it was all dark and names. muddy. <clears throat> The two episodes we got synopsises for sound like they're essentially just uh, two people with at odds and then having to not be at odds. Yeah. With each other. I explained that very badly. Um, <laughs> no, fair enough. It sounds like they're all sort of buddy buddy stories, I think. And even from the trailer with the Terry Crews one, where mm. someone comes across Terry Crews mm. doing his um, end of world prepping and then somehow being unprepared <laughs> well it seems like he's meeting up with like a a ninja style prepper 
and he's more of like like a bug out prepper, and he's a bug in prepper. I think is the is the uh... story. So like she goes out and like throws ninja stars at things and catches things in nets and does cool shit, and he sits in his basement doing mad sit ups and shit all day. Uh, classic Terry Crews. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine it's going to be a story about how she's too reckless, but he's not reckless enough, and together they have a, they can learn to live life properly. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, in other Walking Dead news, mm. the Rick Grimes series of movies extravaganza that was being made and then got put on hold because of COVID, if it was being made at all. Mm. It's not a series of movies anymore. It's a six-episode show that might be more seasons once the six episodes are done. Fair enough. And if those are, like, hour-long episodes or whatever, like... Because The Walking Dead's, like, 40 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, like, it's not that... You know, it's only two episodes to make up a movie-length thing. So that seems totally within brand to just make it a TV show rather than a movie. Yeah, I think them trying to make it a movie was always going to be a bit much... I think anyway. if they had a timed it right, like if that had come out like closer to its 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 peak, that would have been okay. If it, yeah, if it came out ten years ago, it might have done all right. Mm. Um, yeah, but it was a couple know... of years late, and then COVID kicked it a couple more years down the road. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, these things weren't announced at Comic Con, but you want to hear the the status of the other spin offs they had going, Cal? Yeah, sure. They had a Daryl and Carol spin-off. <laughs> they lost Carol, and so it's now just Daryl. And it? I believe it's called Daryl Does Carol, where he just drives around to different settlements and he sings Christmas carols to them. <laughs> Daryl goes caroling. Um, yeah. So what, what? how did they lose Carol? Did they... Uh, is it's the... going to be filmed mostly in Europe, and it was not practical for the actress. Right, fair enough. Some reason, not log- logistically po- not logistically possible. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, uh, yeah, that's uh, that sucks, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one they had was the Megan and Negan show, but <laughs> they cancelled that when they remembered that her name's Maggie, not Megan. <laughs> and if it doesn't rhyme, what's the point? <laughs> okay, now Bob. You, yes, <laughs> you're really gonna have to start telling me whether or not you're making funny, funny okay. gags. <laughs> This one is actually uh, called Island of the Dead, and it's coming next year. Right. And it is Maggie and Negan. And the Daryl and Carol one was real, but now it is just Daryl. <laughs> but I knew I knew that Daryl and Carol were being shipped in the show, that like they had their whole little romance story. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know that... Um, I, I, never, I never watched up to Negan showing up, so I didn't know that Maggie and Negan had any sort of relationship... I have no idea either. All I know is I believe they're going to Cause Cause Negan... the island of Manhattan, and that's the see- that's the premise of this new show. That's a bad move. Um... <laughs> yep. But also, but isn't like so? Negan's a bad guy yeah, in that show, and he sort of gets a Vegeta-style redemption arc of like, yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm evil, but you know, you need me right now because I'm powerful, and then he just sort of settles into it and just becomes one of their buddies. I, I guess. I think so. But, like, Maggie's from Herschel's farm in season two. So, like... Yeah. And she's, like, lost fucking everybody, including... what well, She was dating Glenn, who Negan kills. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck does that work? 
I don't know. <laughs> they they must have a real rough uh, duo buddy cop sort of situation. Imagine a buddy cop movie where you got to team up with the villain who killed your fucking partner in the movie before. It's the classic odd couple situation. <laughs> like, person and then the person who killed their loved one. Like, and now they've got to, like, live together and wash dishes and... <laughs> You're like, you know, she's washing the knife and goes to put it away and he's standing in the way. It's like, oh, she puts it in the knife block. <laughs> Laugh track and then a zombie comes yeah. out. Yeah. Classic story. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Classic. It's very typical. <laughs> All right. Enough about Walking Dead. Let's shamble on. Shamble on. Um, <laughs> Avatar Studios, Cal. Um, I think it was announced last year Woo! that Nickelodeon's putting together this production company Woo! to focus on making new series, shows, and shorts. Fuck yeah. Yeah, new, new movies, shows, and shorts. Yep. Set in your favourite little world yeah. of, of Avatar. Boy. Blue people. <laughs> nah, they're the good avatars. <laughs> I mean, th- this is the one where the blue people live at the poles, and the green people live in in China, and the the red people also live in China, but different kind of... And there's the orange people live in a different, different kind of China. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that one. That's stupid. That was so stupid. That was a terrible bit. Um, yeah. Yep. Now, there's... I, I'm... Yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen for anything new in this world. Like... So... Oh. The, they've said that the first film... Because they they announced last year that they, they're working on three films. Yep. And this year they've said Aang is going to be the first one they make. Yep. Fair enough. The, it's the... They, the like, they're coming across as one-trick ponies, but this trick has proved impressive... Every time that pony does it, mm. the chick that was um, helmed a good part of Legend of Korra and did storyboard work on The Last Airbender is going to be the producer. Nice. Of it. So that should sounds like it might be right. Yeah, and like I hope, like I don't know what they're going to do with it, whether or not this is like continuation of the of the show or a retelling of the of. Nah, it has to be a continuation. Why would you? Why would you retell the show again? Because that's the thing that you've put out there that made money the first time. I mean, it, like, at least that's what the last live action movie was was trying to do. I mean, that movie that never came out, that was totally not made by M. Night Shyamalan, was just not a thing. And I don't know why I'm referencing something that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, and like that's what Netflix is doing. And like, I I would see how like, yeah, I wouldn't do it because I would say where we would reach saturation of that story where like nearly everything that they've ever released, like more than half of what they've ever released about this universe is just that one story over and over again. Like we don't want Mm. that. I I would, I just want to see the next avatar. I don't care what, like how they, how they want to do that. But like the world is in turmoil (laughs) still. Like, Korra hasn't, like, the, the place of the Avatar is more in flux than ever in this world. Like, the Avatar has more freedom than ever because they're not bogged down by the role anymore after Korra. Like, there's so much that they can do with this next Avatar. Just give us more of that. <laughs> but Just give us more Korra. There's a lot to sort so out in that world. So much. And, like, because, like, the whole thing of, like, what the Avatar is meant to do be in this world is like being completely turned on its head by the time Korra gets the role is like interesting and they're coming to an end of like well maybe the Avatar doesn't really have a place 
in this world at all. Um, you know, she's she's going to go and have fun in the spirit realm. You know, that's, that's fine. Um, but yeah, like, th- then what does the next one get? Like, the next one inherits a world that doesn't know what it wants out of its avatar. <clears throat> or doesn't want anything out of it. Yeah, and an avatar that's being slowly superseded by tech. Mm. And and politics. Mm. Like, yeah, they they've basically created a UN at that point. Like they've they've got um what's the word? <laughs> Diplomacy is replacing the need for war, essentially, and it's like the Avatar should never have been a tool of war, but when war, when war was a tool that other people used, the Avatar needed to step up to that level. Hmm. And so now it's like, if the Avatar isn't a good diplomat, then what are they? Like, and even if they are, that puts them, that gives them no advantage over anybody else. Mm, yeah. Unless they, like, really lean into that role and... And yet, yeah, become an expert on all of the cultures and all of the subcultures, including um, Republic Repub- yeah, Republic City, and and the post Return of the Airbenders. Like, what culture do they have at this point? It's true, because they sort of just got <laughs> yeah ripped from their homes and made to be monks. Well, they're a separate multicultural sect now, like. There's Republic City where everybody just sort of lives together, and then there's the Air Nomads who still go and live like nomads, but they've come from everywhere and they're bringing cultural traditions from all over the world and trying to incorporate them into the the Airbender one. Like it's yeah, it's gonna be so interesting, man. <laughs> Whatever they do next after after Korra is going to be crazy. And has so much room for interesting shit. And that that's all I want them to do. <laughs> like, a Kyoshi movie? Excellent. Would definitely watch that. More Kara? Definitely watch that. More Aang? Definitely watch that. But what I'm excited for is the next Avatar. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed we, we get some news on that. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, so hopefully... Now on to something where we didn't get much news, which is more telling than getting news. <laughs> DC was a bit weird. Yep, the deafening silence of DC. Well, because what's weird is... So, Flash wasn't there, but we got a trailer last year, and that wrapped filming a while ago. Mm. That was weird. Mm. Batgirl comes out this year. Mm -hmm. We have got nothing other than the actress posting a picture of the suit online. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing about Blue Beetle, that's wrapped filming. Static Shock still be in production. Oh man, I forgot they were doing Static Shock. That I'm keen for Static Shock. I, I yeah, just I don't, really I don't, that character. That's still in the in the process of being worked out. But they finished filming Blue Beetle, and we've seen nothing. Yeah, do we even know who's cast? Mate, I think she's got some. Yeah, we do. We've got some cast, and we've got some concept stuff from ages ago. But... Yeah. <sighs> man, because like weird. Blue Beetle is again such an interesting character, and like, um, like as particularly the Jaime version. I don't. I assume there's way more versions that came beforehand. Um, man, this is. I no. I, I'm sorry. I nearly went down a political rabbit hole in my head. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. <laughs> On to things that you've missed with DC. Yeah. Um, Black Adam. 
Yep. Viola Davis is, they announced at Comic-Con that she was playing Amanda Waller in that film. Nice. Cool. Uh, and also Aquaman 2, uh, Ben Affleck is confirmed to be on set. Hey! Because, so. <laughs> like, I, I think that's what they were trying to do with this Shazam trailer, was go, don't worry, the DCEU, as you know it, the cast and everything like that is staying the same. We are confirming that the Batman in this world is Ben Affleck, the the Aquaman is in this world, and that the Flash is in this world. Like, don't worry. Shazam is part of this world, and it's not. we're not splintering it. Everything is going to be consistent. But they right up spe- until they do Flashpoint. Yeah, but then they... <laughs> then they wreck it. And then they specifically did not... Um, reference Superman. The main, like, the character that Shazam is blatantly ripping off most, like, in most of its versions. Like, uh, <clears throat> Do you want a fun little tidbit? Yeah, sure. From, uh, from the Black Adam panel? Mm-hmm. When, uh, Mr. John, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Mr. Was the like, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Henry Cavill's not coming back. Mm-hmm. He got booed. Yeah. Yeah, because Henry Cavill's actually then, good. He was a good choice. They just fucked up his character. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's DC. Bit weird. Lots it, of silence, but they're probably going to do their fan dumb again. Yeah. They didn't even have an Aquaman trailer. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and they didn't, like... So, because th- Aquaman did, like... So Aquaman's J- rap filming a while ago, too. And Jason Momoa voiced uh, a cartoon of Aquaman. I, I don't know whether that's come out, but this, that's what they, they announced that at the last fandom was that it's like this wacky Saturday morning cartoon, like uh, Teen Titans Go style, like dumb fun time. But Jason Momoa actually voiced a, uh, a version of Aquaman who's a bit more huzzah chums. Let us go and fight evil. <laughs> and yeah, it, it looked great. And we've heard nothing about that. I mean, at least... Yeah, that... we got a trailer for the Batmobile TV show. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm not joking. <laughs> the Batmobile. <laughs> Animated show, yeah, for kids. Okay, and so it's it's what, Brum? Or is it Knight Rider? <laughs> I don't know, I didn't even bother watching the trailer because I'm like, why? <laughs> Look, I, I would watch that show about the Batmobile fighting crime on its own. That sounds hilarious. I don't even know what it's called, so I don't even know how to find the damn trailer. <laughs> it's called something weird. Oh. Um, fighting crime on four wheels. Uh. Never getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Alright, um... <laughs> Crime never tires, Cal. Ah! <laughs> Alright. Last last chunk of stuff to, to patch over. Yeah, cool. Like a poor plastering job that you got to get someone else to come and fix. The spackle uh, episode. Marvel. Mm. Mm. Okay. Thing number one <laughs> that was question that was not asked. Mm-hmm. Where did Armor Wars go? That was on the slate last year, and it's not this year, and there were no announcements whatsoever. That's interesting. I mean, because they they did only announce the start and end of Phase 6 
fuck. Yes. So we will come to there. we will come to that. Mm. Um, what else is interesting is they confirmed Don Cheadle's going to be in Secret Invasion and Ironheart. So maybe Armor Wars is not being made now. Well, maybe they that... haven't officially cancelled it, but yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just sort of dissolved into the multiple storylines that they're doing. Like, cause I wasn't expecting Ironheart in Wakanda. Like, that's cool, but yeah. Hey, uh... Cal, do you want to see? Her, do you want to see her suit? Yes. See, this is what you get when you when you come to a professional. <laughs> have leaks of the suit. They're not the best. It's mm. concept art. No, it's promotional um, material, actually. Give me one sec, and I'll send it to you. Paste. Paste. Damn it. I've got to open that link again. <laughs> I didn't even get a good look at... Riri Williams in that teaser because it was you know just a teaser. I never. It's like one second of her face. Yeah, I never went if through that. and paused at all. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, oh, oh, oh! It's a big chunky suit. Oh, it's like a little mech thing. Okay, this is cool. I mean, so I don't it's know. not what you're expecting, right? No, well, because what. What my version of this character is, at least, you know, based on the Spider-Man cartoon that I, that I saw very small bits of, um, is that, like, yeah, she starts off having this, like, admiration for Tony Stark and wanting to basically replicate his journey where she builds an Iron Man suit of her own, but, you know, she makes it much closer to his later versions, um... And so she goes around just going, I, I am Iron Man. And then she, you know, works with other younger heroes and develops her own identity and becomes Iron Heart slowly. Um, so I wasn't expecting something so different from the Iron Man suit. At least that's the, yeah, this is her initial thing that she's going to make. Mm. This looks like it actually could have been made in a uni student's dorm, which is how it happens in the comics. She steals a bunch of stuff. Um, and from... then eventually she gets a old suit that has like a Tony Stark AI memory dump in it, and yeah. it has a digital Tony Ghost helping I, her. I kind of hope they don't do that. I hope they just give Friday a bit more of a story arc, and just. I hope it's that too. Yeah, that'd be more interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm so keen. Like, I like. I really was a bit sus on some of these newer characters until I went and looked into them and how well they've been developed. So, like, in such a short period of time, like, Ironheart yeah. is so new. And, like, Miles Morales is so new. Um, circling back to the whole community thing, I know, <laughs> is, like, yeah, like, before community, there wasn't... Like, Miles Morales didn't exist. Like, he's that new. So... Damn. Um... Like, Miles Morales came from a tweet about casting Childish Gambino as, as Spider-Man during the Amazing Spider-Man arc and when that was going to shit. Oh, so that's cool. Yeah, so, like, that, yeah, all of that coming from, like, just the fan interactions with, even, like, with non-Marvel properties, um, yeah, birth new all these new characters and um and develop them over like we're at the point where it's like 
it's more than 10 years but like that's it like all these other heroes have decades if not like close to century like close to a century worth of material to pull from we've got we've got fuck all for um for riri williams for for uh, miles morales and yeah and and like characters like jaime in in the dc universe are you know just as new at least i think they are i, can't, I don't know for sure but like yeah so many of these characters have like been a new characters you know it's it's nice to see them like the movies catching up to where they are is an intimidating interesting prospect because it's like this is the point where um the big movies overtake the source material almost like they're getting to a point where there's um like they're they're getting to the source material that didn't that only came out a little while ago Sure, they've still got they more might, to draw from, but they might start influencing the comic side of things as well now. Yeah, there's yeah, there's been so much more back and forth in the last twenty years, where yeah, the, the where the movies influence the comics more than you know just as much as the other way around. It's it's an interesting time to be a fan. Like things are we're we're hitting a sort of watershed moment of like where where is this whole genre going? Yeah. Like, because now we're getting to the point where it's been going for so long that these this series of movies predates the people watching it mm. and almost some of the creations that it's now putting to film. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty it's, cool. It It is. It's, yeah, it's super interesting. I'm really keen to see where this goes in the future and what, what other iterations of characters that we get. Like just the way they've changed the way the movies have changed how the characters are perceived in the in other things is is interesting enough like because thanos has you know has gone from mustache twirling crazy villain with his own helicopter um, to you know something a bit more dark and edgy with this character who's trying to court the the personification of death within the the mcu within the marvel comics universe um Man, it's only just occurred to me that MCU can also refer to Marvel Comics Universe, so it is a largely redundant acronym, and we should probably just <laughs> probably just call it all Marvel. Um, but um, yeah, and then to this like um, to this almost justified villain, this villain who's so like this manifestation of willpower, who like believes so strongly in what he's doing. That, that he sort of makes it right in his own head. Like, he goes from... Yeah, he's, he's transformed so much as a character. Um, and, and I think that, like, that's the fan interpretation of of Thanos now is the is the movie one. Yeah, it's the one most people have seen. Mm. So, like, I, I don't know whether the comics have reflected that or not, but I'm sure that they're going to. Yeah, well, we do see, at least with the likes of Green Arrow, with the Arrow show characters that were made specifically for that like his mate Diggle and Felicity fed back and then were put into the comics yeah and that's awesome like same as Coulson yep. Coulson's now um, I don't know if he has his own comic run but he appears in a bunch of comics now mm. alright but we've got to move on Carl. Yeah, we have we a few juicy nuggets left for you juicy juicy alright the first one's not that juicy the first Two aren't juicy, but then there's a juicy one. I've got a bunch of juicy ones, and then a confusing one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Spider-Man freshman year, Cal. Yep. Clarification for you. Right. It's not 
if it was any doubt, which it sounded like you and Sam had, it's not in the main MCU. It's a, it's a side universe. Right, okay. Cool. And it's billed essentially as, or described as, what if it was Norman Osborn that was in Tony uh, Peter's bedroom being like, yo, come work for me, not mm. Tony Stark. Fair enough. That sounds interesting. Mm. Uh, do you want to know who's directing Avengers Kang Dynasty? Who's directing Kang Dynasty? Uh, Daniel Crest, D- Destin Daniel Cretton, the guy that did Shang Chi. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Russos aren't doing either. Oh, well, they aren't doing the other one. Yeah. Sounds like they're not doing any more Marvel stuff for a bit. And look, that's totally fine, man. Like, let them, let them go. Because like the Russos changed a lot about the about the MCU, and I think have set a tone going forward that's going to be easy to stick to. Yeah, and they probably just want a break to do a bunch of other shit. Totally. Fair enough. And it's like, I don't know, I've sort of complained outside of the podcast a bit more about how I think that James Gunn and Taika Waititi have ultimately, like, get, like they've given people a comedic bar that that the audience is ready to accept, but, like, I don't know, have you seen the new Thor? Yep. Yeah. So like like when when that came out and I was like I had a pretty good time but none of the jokes really made me like belly laugh like nothing made me chuckle at at that movie I had like you know it, it, I had some sharp exhales at best because I I knew what the comedy bar was I knew what type of thing to expect and so when it happened I was like oh yeah cool yeah that's fair enough and it's not necessarily that the comedy's bad, it's that comedy's about breaking expectations and now we know what type of humour to expect here. It All it does is sort of undercut some of the drama. I see what you're saying, yeah. It's sort of... Even though, like, if had you not seen the other one, it would be funny, but because you're knowing mm. sort of what kind of humour to expect... Yeah. If I'd gone straight from, that funny. from Thor 2 to... to um, to this, I'd have been like, well, there's a lot more jokes in Thor these days and, and, and like probably enjoyed it a bit more, but I, I think Love and Thunder might be basically the same movie as, as the second Thor movie, as, as the last one with Jane Foster in it. Like, it seems to be like, like, yeah, it's just that movie, but with Taika Waititi jokes, I don't know. I, like I, uh, I, 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 I think people think that the second Thor movie is worse than it actually is, um, and yeah, I, I think it's actually uh, it's like a pretty standard sort of affair, and yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. It's not a bad movie. It's perfectly fine. Like the villain is a bit lacking, and the villain's better in this. But all the like, man, Christian Bale brings so much charisma to um to gore oh that, yeah and we just don't see much of it at all like we we he gets like 10 minutes of screen time really like would you rather mm. would you rather walk out wanting more or wanting less though like no and i i get that but it just all, i i think especially with the whole like he gave up his like goal of killing all the gods and taking his revenge to bring his daughter back and was just totally fine with giving 
that daughter over to Thor when all Thor had... Like, I don't think there was enough of Thor showing that he was the right person for that job. And I know the movie was trying to get that point across with him, like, leading that army of kids and protecting them with his own... by sharing his own power. But I don't think that's, like, shown to Gore all that much. Or at least we don't see Gore's response to that and his his turn. Yeah, I... Look, if I had to put an argument against that based on what's in the story it's kind of a bit wishy-washy would be that oh now he doesn't have that sword corrupting his mind so he can see a bit clearer like yeah. i believe that's i think that is yeah. what's going on there yeah um, but anyway yeah that's a good point cal no i'm sorry i just i've had a little bit more time to stew on that so i think mm. i articulated it better here than i did in other in other things and i know i've taken it off the rails again but... <laughs> that's fine like yeah. thought thoughtful's a fun movie i think Taika, in the past, has walked the line between he's really funny and then, like, oh, that's really deep and, and sad stuff a bit mm. better. Um, but I think it's still fun. And like, I think the Russo's handling of Thor in, um, in Endgame and, and Infinity War um, did a lot for the character that, um, that built on the stuff they had there from, from Thor Ragnarok while maintaining that, that's, that humour... I think the worst thing they did is is the whole um it like it's just how they expressed it with Fat Thor in particular that like uh, like cuz I know that that's like like I don't want to go down like a body positivity like ableist sort of rant here but it seemed like like presenting that as the main symptom of his mental illness I think was was what made and making fun of it, um, just sort of, it didn't emphasize that, yeah, that, that he was actually going through something really fucking rough. It only made that, like, it only made it silly. And it was almost to bring that up to the, the comedy bar of, uh, of Thor Ragnarok. Like, it had to be silly because Thor's a silly character now. I think that's maybe a bit of a shallower look at it. Maybe. Like I feel like here's how you get across that this person is completely and utterly lost and also no one else respects him anymore. That's why they're all making fun of him. Mm. It's not necessarily jokes, it's jokes at him. Yeah. And yeah. saying, you're not worthy anymore. Yeah. Type of thing. Mm. Um, now that which, Yeah, that is a good point he's not worthy again until the end of this new film, essentially. Like, yeah. the whole point, he's still having that journey of, who am I supposed to be? I've lost everything. How do I even cope with that? Mm. And how do I move forward? Mm. Anyway, we should also move forward, Cal. Yeah, we should. Sorry. <laughs> right. So, you know how Sam was like, oh, look, here's phase six. Mm. And they've only said three movies and there's eight gaps. Mm. You want to have some hints at what's coming, Cal? Yeah, let's because go. Because I got some shit for you, <laughs> man. Let's, let's On like the 22nd of July, Marvel mm. lodged a sh- bunch of new trademarks. Nice. Many of them are what was announced as films, including the Kang Dynasty and the Secret Wars and the Captain American New Order. Yep. There are a bunch more that were not 
released his films. <laughs> and it. I went through the trademarks myself to get you the thing. I did oh, the work. The deep dive. The fresh cuts. These could be um, working projects, possible projects, comics. Um, there were some that I'm pretty sure are going to be rides. There was like Avengers Campus and a, something else. I'm like, that sounds like an attraction, so I just left them off this list. Uh, but uh, hey, Avengers Campus the movie could be interesting. <laughs> could be. It sounds like a attraction, though. Yeah. All right, so we've got Midnight Suns. Yeah, which I don't which know is, much about. That's um, the group name given to like Blade, Moon Knight, and like Ghost Rider, and like, maybe a couple others. Yep. Okay. Um, the the sort of magical. Yeah. Silver Age yeah. can't do um, can't do vampire stuff. <laughs> can't yeah, do so stuff. Yeah. Considering we're getting a blade, we've already got a moon knight. There's Johnny Blaze, um, Easter egg. No, Johnny Blaze is the um wait, which one's Johnny Blaze? Is he the torch? No, that's Storm. Yeah, that's Johnny no, Storm. Yeah. That man, pick different first names, you guys. <laughs> um, there's an Easter egg in the She Hulk trailer for him. Yep. Uh, all right, moving on. Shang Chi and the Wreckage of Time. Ooh. I mean, um, that, that Black sounds Knight, awesome. that sounds fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Black Knight Origins. Yep. So that's um, Jon Snow at the end of The Eternals was like, oh, that's a sword here. I'm glad now, I have that. And that is a different sword than Gore's sword. <laughs> that is not Gore's sword, no. Yeah, there it's are two another swords. evil sword. One, one is called the Ebony Blade and one is... I can't remember what the other one's called. But... Because one of them was mentioned in the Eternals, uh, like sorry, one yes. of them was mentioned by the Eternals, and it was specifically not the sword that, um, that Jon Snow ends up with. It was the other sword, but that's not also not the sword that Gore has. But they all have basically the same name. <laughs> yes, Uber <laughs> Duckblade. Yeah. Ah, uh, the other one is Hercules Rise, or the Gods. That is how it is spelled. Rise I, It's not a typo gods. on my behalf. <laughs> I read it twice. So it's Hercules Rise or the Gods. Unless it's Rise of the Gods. Oh, it could be Rise. Yeah, you're right. It could be Hercules Rise or Hercules the Gods. Or Hercules Rise of the Gods. Yeah. But so I, I'm, I'm keen to see... I know we're, I've some, I don't mean to backtrack too much, but I am keen to see Thor and Hercules interact in whatever form that takes in the MCU. That'll be cool. Mm. As long as he does con the Fruiter impersonation, like um, <laughs> his old man. Like Rusty doing. Crow. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Beautiful. <sighs> so uh, good. Uh, what else? Red Garden, Guardian Generations? Ooh, ooh. Are they going to have old mate? Um, Stranger Things man is David Harbour yeah David Harbour his name oh god who knows um, Runaways New Era <sighs> okay so is that going to be based on the Runaways TV show don't know are they mutants they're mutants aren't they oh, they're all kids of villains and those villains in the comics are, are almost always mutants Okay. I've got some mutants stuff to quickly drop once I'm done. Yeah. With this list. Okay. Next one was Celestials The End of Time. Interesting. Presumably Celestials 2. Yep. No, that was called The Eternals. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah. the Eternals were fighting okay. the Celestials. So if it's end of time yeah. and we've got the Shang-Chi thing of time, 
I would expect that this is a comic run. Like, possibly. A comic event. Yeah. Um, then there was Nomad, and then there was Captain America Red, Red White, and Black. Hmm. And then there was the Timeless Saga, and then Eternity Saga. So, big, big helping of grain of salt. These could be for anything. I don't know how to read trademark things. I don't know how to tell if one means it's a comic or a movie. Yeah. Oh, there probably is but, something in, like, in in the the stuff that's not easily accessible. Um, but it, it sounds... I, I'm thinking that a lot of this is comic stuff. Um, well... Yeah, yeah, take with a grain of salt. There's nine of these. There's still Armor Wars, and there were eight empty slots on um, that phase mm. six or whatever it was. So yeah, so if we knock the Captain out America one, the thing we you think could probably rule out. Yeah, yeah that that Nomad. sounds like a comic thing. Yeah, yeah, or an alternate title, and they didn't go for it. Yeah, like a red herring. Um, yeah, the Shang Chi one's got me curious. That one might actually be the movie. They just haven't announced it yet. Yeah. Um, that, that's, man, if, if they do Shang-Chi and just like fold it into the time travel side of things from Loki and like other, this other like soft, like, cause yeah, the whole multiverse stuff and how it's linked to time travel in this world is, is interesting. Um, yeah, and so I, I'm I'm keen to see more of Shang Chi, and that's what I'd never got to say because I derailed this before. Is that I'm really keen for that director to have a bit more of a go because it seemed like they had a really good grasp on like what to do with, particularly like the action and and um, and interdimensional stuff, like to work that in so subtly into Shang Chi that we didn't even I think a lot of people didn't even notice they went to another dimension in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. um, what's What's interesting with the, all those movies they announced is there were no sequels to anything we already just got. Like, none of the new characters other than the Marvels. Mm. There's no real, like, follow-up. Mm. It was like, here's your Captain America and your Marvels, but then everything else is sort of like, yep, it's a new deal. Mm. I was like, hmm, there's no Doctor Strange 3 or Guardians 4 or Thor 5. Mm-hmm. Or Shang-Chi 2. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, anyway. like, I expect that we're just going to get sort of either stories that overlap with with what, like, with those other characters. Like, we're just going to get Ironheart in, um, in Wakanda and we're going to see Thor and Love sort of turn up in, yeah. in other things. How is that Wakanda movie going to work if they're bringing in, establishing her... Mm. And all the fish people, mm. and replacing um, the Black Panther, dealing with that—that's mm. a lot to put in the mixing pot. D- yeah, it is. And I, I, my best guess is that they're not establishing the fish people very well. Like, if Marvel's going to sacrifice anything, it's going to be the the three dimensionality of the villain. Yeah, but I mean, it. that's explicitly what they didn't do in the last Black Panther movie, and that's what made it great. Um, so I don't know. But it man, that trailer looked like it is well and truly on track. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, what what is that character up to? Yeah, what is happening here? How is the queen doing? Like, I was so keen on just all the things going on. I have a good marketing department, Cal. Mm. But yeah, I, and it's I a... and I think Ryan Coogler knows what he's doing. I think it's going to be yes. a good movie. I think they got saddled with a 
a lot to deal with. Mm. And yeah, if anything, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Mm. And I think it was probably due to come out a lot earlier than it ended up coming out. Well, yeah, they had to rewrite it from scratch. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm keen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be good. And yeah, hopefully we um, yeah, I think yeah, with with the whole like no sequels thing from now on, I uh, yeah, I think that yeah, we're just we're going to get a lot more interaction. Like it seems like they are just sort of they're not expecting you to like sorry they are expecting you to have seen shit from the MCU at this point, and they just don't care. They know that people will go yeah. see them anyway. Because they're not, um, they've said now that Avengers movies will only come out at the end of sagas, mm. not phases, because they're going to be having more interaction during mm. the films. Like you're going to have more people popping up here and there, mm. and, and like they should be the capper on a big story. Yeah, and and that makes sense, especially when people went to see Civil War so much, like like in droves, even though it wasn't marketed Avengers, um, because. All they had to do was put other characters in the trailer and everybody went, cool, this is basically an Avengers movie, let's go see that. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, the audience is smart enough and marinated in the culture enough that, yeah, they know that it doesn't have to be Avengers for it to be a team-up anymore. Yeah, they've built a fan base with time and a little bit of not screwing around too much that they can do what they want and people will still go see it. Yeah, yeah, and as long as like they've developed a good marketing culture too, like I know br- bringing this show back to its roots about trailers, uh, mm. <laughs> like Marvel know what to put in, what to leave out, and how to show, um, like how to show off that yeah these characters are going to be in it. Like the big reveal in the Thor Ragnarok trailer was that Hulk's there. Yep, that and, gets bums in seats. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be marketed as Avengers um, Battle Planet and it only has Thor and Hulk in it, which would have disappointed people. It would have, like, yeah, it, it just needed to be um, Thor Ragnarok featuring Hulk in the trailer and we're good. <clears throat> I think, yeah, a lot of other TV shows and movies would have marketed it wrong, like, would have said this is Avengers Battle Planet. Yeah, whereas Marvel know just they know what to put in to make the hype build itself up and have people be like, "Oh man, it could be like this. That'll be sick." Oh, I'm mm. gonna see it anyway. Like uh, in the new Fifty Two animated movies, um, where it's like, "This is Justice League Dark," and it's like, "Oh, cool. All right, so we're gonna get the Justice League and John Constantine. Like it's gonna be a, a Justice League story with Constantine, and it's just Batman and Constantine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's fine, but just call it Constantine and have Batman in it. <laughs> that's true. All right, you want one more little nugget of info, Cal? Yeah, boy, let's go. So, X-Men, right? Yeah. You like them. I you do. want some... Yeah. It's possible, and this is sort of just people theorising and a bit of leaks and unsubstantiated shit. Yeah. That... We might not be getting them until after 2025 for either one or both or neither of two reasons that are to do with contracts, Cal. Boo. So it's it's thought that it's either 
or it's both that there's contracts in place that would mean the actors playing any of the characters in those Fox movies would have to come back. Yeah. Until like there's a time frame set on that. But what's worse than that would be is that the producers from those films are still would be tied to it, and they would have to get a cut, and they because they're producers, they'd be able to try and influence where the film would go, mm. which is how movies get pooped up, like Superman. Um, that one that didn't get made because mm. the producer was a twat and wanted a giant robot. Yeah. Spider. Look, surely any, like, any smart person on any level, like, I get that there are people who have their own, like, that they have their, they want to put their creative sort of mark on things. But if somebody said to me, hey, you've technically got the rights to be a producer on this. All you have to do is sit here, have the intern bring you a latte, and do fucking nothing, and Marvel will make you money. Like, just just let us let us just pay you whatever your contract says you need to be paid, and just keep your fucking grimy, grubby hands off it. Put one hand on your latte, one hand on your balls, and do nothing. <laughs> I'd be like, yep, cool, done. Like, why, why would I touch this? Why would I get That's involved? That's why you're not... A- that's why you're not a producer, Cal. You're in the biz. <laughs> yep. I don't have the ambition. <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems like, yeah, if they if they had to get um, Brian Singer in or whoever it was to, you know, I, I imagine it's more boardroomy sort of people than that. But, um, yeah, if they had to get those people in um, for, yeah, contractual reasons, if they turn up to the first thing and go, cool, we want to do this project... And what we want from you is exactly nothing. And if you provide anything else or swing your power in in any way, we're canceling the project because we just won't make it. That's like, a fair point. They could they could do that, but it's the kind of I reckon it's the kind of people that they've put a lot of effort into not having to deal with, like the yeah. whole Inhumans that dude that wanted that, mm. and Feige having to circumnavigate him and getting him booted out because mm. Jesus Christ, that's bad. Mm. Well, like it really does sound like they like because you, you've seen Ms. Marvel, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, and you and you, yeah, like so, um, yeah, the way that they're handling her and making her a mutant again, well, I say again, making her a mutant instead of an inhuman when she was explicitly an inhuman right from the beginning is like is interesting, uh, and like I think that. Yeah, what they what they're gonna do here is gonna make something a little bit more cohesive. Where, um, like we've got a class of object now that is, like that's the same as as Mjolnir. Like we have, um, uh, we, like we have the the um, the ten rings and the and the bangle, um, that are like these, like super items and, and they all operate basically the same way and they can sort of grant wishes um like there's there, yeah like we've sort of we've, we're establishing classes of things and I think that having inhumans be created by Terrigen crystals or Terrigen mist um like that's you know that's one thing but they're essentially still mutants it, it's just they're, a mutation that's mutants activated with, they're mutants with extra steps and yeah. then some of them live on the moon yeah exactly like I think that they're essentially just going to fold the Inhumans into the into the mutants and say that this is like Terrigen as a as an object in the universe. All it does is emphasize um, 
gene expression of mutant genes or whatever and say cool they're all just essentially mutants mm, they did a lot of that stuff in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so I think they're gonna try and steer away from shit they've already kind of covered yeah yeah especially the shit where it doesn't matter like the shit that only exists to like yeah keep legal contracts around I think they're just gonna work all of those out in the in in making these movies they're just gonna iron it all into nothing like yeah or yeah yeah anyway that's that's all the little bits I have for you Cal do you have any other thoughts no I mean well I've sort of intentionally tried to keep my my ear off the ground on a lot of these things because like partly that's where you hear nothing well yeah exactly and like that's that's good like so that when no I meant if you put your ear on the ground you you won't hear through one ear because it's on the ground like the sound won't (laughs) Gets all dirty. Stupid. Yeah, exactly. You get dirty. You don't want that. Get an ear infection. Um, exactly. You do not want that. That's bad. You can't balance. Um, but yeah, no, like fall over. I, I sort of want to have these discussions be as sort of off the cuff as possible sometimes because, like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like marinate myself in this information and then go down crazy theory tracks or anything because it's just it's not as fun i think you just you you burn out on it mm, you and get it, too deep it's much more fun having you and sam bring me stuff and respond to it with my lizard brain <laughs> yes oh that's that's how a podcast with cal works yeah cal boy. is this cal <laughs> you, you, it's like the cattle you put stuff in it and then stuff happens it's yep. what you aim for I... and if you don't understand that you're not doing your job right <laughs> I just I bask in the light of the more talented and and dedicated people around me and turn that into mad lizard energy. <laughs> and we could all use some mad lizard energy. <laughs> awesome. Till next time. Stay warm on that rock. Yep. Stay basking. Make sure you open your mouth every now and then for little birds to pick the meat out from between your teeth. Like the nice. alligator that you are. I don't know. Yeah, he's so close to stuck to, to, to stick in that landing. <laughs> <laughs> so close.